You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com. Today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody. And once again, I want to thank you for giving us part of your day and making us a part of your due diligence as you look at small and micro cap stocks here at smallcapvoice.com and through our online business briefing. As you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith. And once again, we are shining a spotlight on a fresh new play, and that's Friendable Incorporated. They're traded on the OTC under the ticker symbol FDBL. It says here they're a mobile technology and marketing company, but through my due diligence, I know there's so much more, and I think you can figure that out pretty quickly in this interview, but also by visiting friendable.com and, of course, fanpasslive.com. We're lucky enough to be joined by Friendable CEO Robert Rossitano Jr. Robert, thanks for taking time out of your day to talk to us. How are you? I'm great, Stuart. Uh, good morning, and thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Great to have you. Now, listeners, go hit the press wire using that ticker symbol, FDBL. We're on the precipice of something very big for the company. Dateline July 8th. Here's the headline. Friendable provides progress update of version 2.0 of FanPass Livestream Artist Platform. So at the outset, I said a mobile technology and marketing company, but this is the sweet spot. And I've said this in some of my other interviews before, there is no glib way to look at a global pandemic and say, well, there's a silver lining here. However, in the business world, we did see multiple companies navigate and pivot in such a way that they made the pandemic work for them. Your company actually is the embodiment of that. As I looked into you, you're approaching the one-year anniversary of FanPass Live app, and the official launch of 2.0 is right around the corner. Let's talk about your company, but let's focus on FanPass Live and where you are today. Absolutely, Stuart, and I appreciate the introduction. I think uh, coming in as a mobile technology and marketing company, as you mentioned, that is exactly what Friendable is. Uh, but we have to think uh, of Friendable as that alphabet, if you will, and FanPass as Google as we've pivoted into a mass market opportunity that has great potential for scale. And it was very timely uh, with the pandemic. Unfortunately, uh, no one could have seen that coming, but we had started working on FanPass years ago as we started Friendable and launched the company with another mass market opportunity in the dating space, you know, we have pivoted as we developed celebrity relationships and other partners in the artist arena, let's call it. And, you know, from early days, as my brother and I are business partners for almost 30 years now, and he is the president and CTO of Friendable, He's been a touring artist himself. We've formed many relationships in the entertainment community, and we've done various different things in music over our careers. So it's it's timely that the pandemic led us back kind of to our roots. And really what Friendable is all about is the FanPass platform. So when we talk about pivoting, Friendable is all about fan pass and fan pass is all about the artist and discovering new music and connecting artists with fans. It's really become a platform that provides a suite 
of products and services to the artists to allow them to earn, perform virtually on our platform, have custom merchandise created and sold, have fans visit the content, become subscribers for very little. We're talking about $2.99 a month. We do offer a free trial as well. But we're bringing to the table a mass market opportunity for the up and coming artists and really artists at every level and wrapping them with a support system that will boost them, help acquire and add to their fan base, and more importantly, really monetize in the days of uncertainty when the live venues have been shut down for so, so long. But as these, you know, I get these questions as well. Well, what about as the pandemic lifts and the vaccinations become more widespread? Live events are opening back up. Concerts are coming back in play. That's what FanPass was all about to begin with before the pandemic hit is FanPass was all about taking behind the scenes or backstage experiences and bringing them to a fan base that is typically global when mm -hmm. we look at a music artist. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these fans are geographically challenged or maybe not financially able to attend a backstage meet and greet. So let's take that experience, let's broadcast it to the fans, we'll, we'll deploy social influencers behind the scenes so that that content is captured live, it's archived, it's available on the site. Those who can watch it at the time, live stream, or they can come back and view it later. So we have additional components we'll be stacking into the business model as the live events and the venues open back up. That answers the question, Stuart. It sure does. And it, I mean, it's, it sparks so many different things because you're absolutely right. Even before the pandemic, you had kids in Australia that wanted to see the local band in Texas that was making waves kind of thing. And now they can. Demand for digital entertainment is at an all-time high. The quality of what you can deliver people keeps growing and growing and growing. I think of the VR experience and being backstage. I've noticed that... In the VR headsets, you can now go into nightclubs in Tokyo and literally immerse yourself in that scene. That's what you're allowing people to do, but even more so. And yes, venues are opening up and they're quickly closing again as a Delta variant comes out. This gives the artists a way to connect with their fan base in a way that we really haven't seen. In fact, we've seen fans kind of move away from the sort of fanatic that they used to be in the 70s and 80s where they would read the liner notes they would memorize the lyrics they would know every song now most people put everything on shuffle they don't know the song they know the artist title they may know a few lyrics fan pass is immersive for them and i think that's the key that you just pointed out you answered it very clearly that this is not pandemic related however it sharpened it. Iron sharpens iron and the pandemic being the iron, the technology being the other one. I don't want to be hyperbolic here and say this is almost like MTV in the sense that it's disruptive in that manner, but it is in a way because you do have competitors. I've been able to read about some of your competitors, but nobody remembers the competitors that MTV had before MTV. There was shows like Night Flight and there were videos being played on cable access, but it wasn't until MTV that we said music videos. It may not be until FanPass that we actually call this immersive experience friendable, and that becomes the name like Aspirin. 
So again, trying not to be hyperbolic, but let's talk about the competitive landscape because from what I've seen, there are people that do portions of what you do, but nobody does everything that w- of what you do. Is that a fair assessment? I think that's a fair assessment. It's, it's funny, uh, Stuart, it's, you're dating us with the MTV reference, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, fan passes, you know, you connect fan pass with music, uh, but it's much more than music and having music at your fingertips. And you think someone says music and a music platform, you think of Spotify maybe, but we have a tagline that's that says music interaction. Fan pass is not only music at your fingertips, but it's that viewing experience and it's that interactive experience, which we call music interaction. And just as you mentioned, there are fragmented platforms. There are a number of ways to broadcast a live stream, Facebook Live, Instagram Live. You're going to bring different elements to the table. You may send a fan to a link to donate to your uh, to your stream or your event, whatever it might be on a Facebook or an Instagram Live. We've seen nothing that that wraps the artist with a support system like we've got. We onboard an artist, we take in their assets, we create a channel, we uplift them by getting inspiration for new merchandise and create new merch that is unique to anything that can be found online. We try to build an inclusive opportunity to then catapult that artist to a community of fans that may be there for other genres, other artists, maybe a very well-known A-lister, those fans eventually trickle down and they help support those up-and-comers. And that's really what the Fan Pass platform is all about. Well, very good. Let's talk a little bit about where we are right now here in the summer of 2021 and where your company stands today because it's exciting times. And let's get uh, let's get that across to the listeners. What's coming up next? Absolutely, Stuart. So great question. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary, which is July 24th uh, of this year. We launched July 24th of 2020. Our launch event consisted of 16 music artists, along with some DJs and performers. Performing throughout the day, we captured a lot of live content. And since that launch, we've been able to learn so much about what the artists like, what they don't like, what they'd like to have more of, how we can be of assistance, how we can support their their content and marketing on the platform, as well as we've ramped up to over 5,000 artist signups on the platform since that 16 artist launch. So really what you're going to be seeing here coming out in version two is everything that we've learned a complete rebuild of the UI and the UX and the way fans and artists interact. We've added new features, new ways to develop revenue streams for the artists. We've really uplifted a lot of different aspects of the platform to tailor it to what our artists are asking us for and what the fans want to see. So coming here in 2021, the remainder of the year, You're going to see a paid media rollout targeting artists and fans. We're going to be looking at ramping up our subscriber base, ramping up merchandise sales, and really ramping up and scaling revenue across the board as we introduce our 2.0 version of FanPass. It's a real complete 
ground up build. As we had to pivot, you, you mentioned in the beginning of this interview that the pandemic created a pivot opportunity or a necessity for many companies. And I think whenever you're developing a product or service and you're looking at it from the standpoint of, do I have to buy revenue or build revenue? And where am I at financially? What's the first step? The company is not in a position to go out and buy revenues just yet, but we are looking at smaller acquisitions out there and ways to grow and expand our base through the purchase of unique opportunities. So we'll set that on the table. Leaving that aside, building revenues and building a business is where we're at today. Mm -hmm. We've taken each point of our revenue model, which is merchandise sales, subscriber revenue, ticketed events, sponsorship, and we've been able to convert at a micro level on every one of those points as we design FanPass. And now it's about having the ability to scale. And entering the market last year with the pivot and the speed in which we had to enter it, we licensed a CMS on the back end and we customized it for our needs. That doesn't always work the way that you envision it. It worked well enough, but there was, was some failure points and some breakage with, and we immediately knew that we had to go into a custom build. We've done that. We've secured our back end. We're moving, we've moved to the to the Amazon platform on the streaming side for immense scalability. And now as we roll out V2 with 5,000 artists signed up and, and really no paid media push to attract artists or fans, we're ready to scale. Scale doesn't happen overnight, but over the next 90 days following our V2. We're going to start communicating with the market and our shareholders and the community of partners that we have and showing how these metrics are stacking and growing and how our revenues are converting and growing. And that 90-day period is going to be the metric that we need for the next 12, 24, and 36 month, months of revenue projections and growth. So that's really what you should expect from the company. It's about execution. Well, exciting times indeed for the company Friendable. Look for that company under the ticker symbol FDBL. I also want to give you one other dateline. That's July 13th, 2021. Friendable announces milestone of entertainment platform and unveils new corporate presentation. Scroll down a little bit. There is a slide deck that definitely gets you excited. I love the way it starts. It basically puts you in the arena, in the nightclub, in the theater, and it gets your juices flowing. You can understand what's going on. We're going to be speaking with Robert several times over the next couple of months as the rubber hits the road for this company, as the technology is unveiled, and as the subscribers and signups only go up from here. And they've been going up at an incremental and exponential amount. And you can find that out by using that press wire once again here at smallcapvoice.com. Robert, thanks so much for your time. We look forward to talking with you again in the very near future. Looking forward to it as well. Thanks for having me, Stuart. All right. For Robert Rossitano Jr., this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. 
How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.